0: overcoming anxiety and fear, educating the reluctant student, cultivating lasting relationships, and strengthening our faith. My hope is that the insights offered on the show will help us envision ourselves using our unique gifts and talents on greater levels for greater purposes. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I'll be having a discussion with Katrina Slade, and I'm so excited to explore our topic, Trusting the Process, Embracing Your Journey to Purpose. And with that, welcome, welcome, Katrina. So glad to have you on the show. Please tell us about yourself.
1: Hi, Pamela. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I am so happy to be here with you this evening So just to tell you a little bit about myself, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, um, attended Henrico High School, and then I moved to Northern Virginia, outside of the D.C. area, where I attended George Mason University, and I obtained my undergraduate degree in government and political science, and I later obtained my master's in business and human resources management from American Sentinel University. And I've been a contractor with the federal government for over 20 years now doing project management and budget execution and financial management. I'm also a life coach, so I do some coaching on the side, as well as I'm a a realtor and an author. So again, thank you for having me on your show
0: this evening. Wow. With that background, I'm even more excited for our (laughs) conversation tonight. I know from our recent conversations that the topic of purpose is very important to you, but we also know that many people live their whole lives without zeroing in on the idea that they might have a unique purpose for existing in the world in this specific time and season. So how would you define purpose and why do you believe in the idea that people are in the world for a particular reason or reasons?
1: Well, thank you for asking me that question, because that is so very true. I find that purpose is so important and you are so correct. A lot of times we, most of us can go through our entire lives not understanding um, what our true purpose in life is. Mm -hmm. So for me, the definition of purpose is that gift or gifts that you may have innately within yourself that are given to you, and it's something that you're really good at doing, you're very passionate about, and it's something that gives you that sense of accomplishment and gratification. And so for me, I've learned over the years that some of the experiences that I've had as I've grown up and become an adult, um, as I've matured and learned, learned more about myself, I started to recognize why certain things that I've experienced were necessary in order for me to determine or to be more aware of what my true purpose is in life. I had to go through this particular situation and that particular situation in order to guide me or lead me to my purpose. Then that's when we can embrace it a little bit more and we can understand what our true purpose in life is. And we can actually have more compassion as well when we are fulfilling our purpose, because it may be something that a difficult situation that we've had to walk through, we had to walk through that in order to be able to help someone else that may go through a similar situation.
0: So share your story of getting to your purpose with us.
1: Okay. Well, I grew up, my mother was a single mother and my father, I grew up without my father. So basically you know, it was me, my mother my, and my sister. And then later, my brother came along. My brother is about 11 years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. But I saw my mom struggle. She was a strong woman, but she struggled as she raised us the best way that she could. And she struggled financially mainly. But over the years, because I grew up without my father, I recognized that there were certain things um, within myself that I didn't believe about myself, nor did I embrace those things about myself. So Mm -hmm. I I didn't really know uh, my value. And I didn't really know the worth that I had, um, because I did not have that positive male role model in my life as I grew up as a young girl. So unfortunately, I allowed different people to get close to me that should not have because I didn't really understand my value. And I didn't have that self-love or that self-esteem that I needed to be able to be more aware of, or be more discerning of who I should allow close to me and who I should not. So as I got older, I married more than once. And I realized later in life, after being divorced more than once, that I was choosing partners based on that emptiness that I had within myself. And so once I recognize the root of where that emptiness came from, Mm -hmm. then I could start to work on myself and work on loving myself and work on being that person that knew what I deserved in life. And so as I've met other women through my own journey and women who have struggled with similar situations with growing up without their father and so forth and not knowing you know, their own worth and and value, I've been able to help walk them through those same types of situations that I've walked through, which I believe empowering
0: women is
1: my purpose in life.
0: Wow. You know, it makes a lot of sense to me. I think oftentimes when we go through certain things, we come out of it with the strength to reach back and help other people. I'm wondering though, that as you said, that you allowed certain type of person that wasn't necessarily healthy for you to enter your life was that with, you spoke about the choices in who you married, but did you find that to be true even in maybe your your girlfriends, the female friends that you had in your life? Did it play out there as well?
1: Yes, absolutely. I would have to say that It impacted a lot of my relationships, not just intimate relationships, but friendships as well. I have been the type of person that because of who I am, I've allowed myself to trust people at face value instead of taking my time to, you know, be more discerning of their character. Mm -hmm. And also because I have such a huge heart and just the way that I grew up, I, realized later in life through counseling and so forth that I became a people pleaser. So I was always a type of person that wanted to help everyone that came into my presence. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with helping people, but you still have to have healthy boundaries and you have to know when to say no right. or when something isn't you know, healthy for you or valuable to you in so many words. So I would say that I, you know, I attracted people that saw how giving I, I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will take advantage of that. They have their own motives or even their own issues that they may not have dealt with. So, yes, I would have to say it. It wasn't just romantic relationships, but friendships as well. And over the years, I've had to realize that, you know, and we've heard the saying, some people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I've learned different things from different people that have come into my life. And now I am more aware and I am more discerning of who I do allow to be close to me or who I allow um, myself to be more trusting of instead of just allowing myself to just take a lot more time before I trust someone fully with my own personal life and so forth. Right.
0: Yeah. I've certainly learned over the years that, and even paid attention to myself, the way I navigate through life, you set the expectations for how other people treat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the other way around. And I think in my youth, my, certainly my late teens and early 20s, I wasn't fully aware of that, but once I became aware of it, I walk in the room with (laughs) the energy of what I expect from the environment and from people in my life and in my close circle, or even the larger circle. Once you start defining yourself or knowing who you are, come to a conclusion about who you are, you send that vibe out into the world. And I think Absolutely. people respond to that. So Absolutely. Um, certainly when you start walking in your purpose, that happens in that realm as well. So that's going to lead me to my, my next question. Do you think everyone's life experiences point to what they're here for?
1: Yes, I do. I, I think that You know, every experience that we have as individuals, it does point us to our purpose. But the key is, is how it's what our perspective becomes on that particular, those particular situations that we do encounter in our, in our lives. So that's why it is so important to take the time to focus on those areas within yourself. A lot of times people may blame others for certain situations that happen to them. And that's not to take away from negative situations or people that have done things wrong. Mm-hmm. But as we get older and as we, we ch- again change our perspective and, ch- and renew our thinking and our mindset, you have to turn it around and it's not easy, but mm-hmm. it's so critical to turn that way of thinking around right. into a positive mm-hmm. so that you can understand what your true purpose is in life. But I do believe everyone is here for a purpose, and everyone's life experiences does lead them to their purpose. It's just you as an individual, how you perceive those actual circumstances those circumstances or events in your life, how you perceive them and then how you turn those things around to to understand why you're actually here.
0: It's like even looking at what one might consider a particular failure, instead of seeing it as a failure, seeing it as a stepping stone to success. Because try you can it. learn from that. You can learn from the mistakes you made or how you navigated in that situation. It'll make you all the more prepared for uh, the next steps that you take in life. Uh, I 100% agree that You know, it's hard, I think, for people to hear it. And it was certainly hard for me to hear it when I was going through difficult times, but difficult times and challenges, you know what, it's a type of gift. (laughs) Sometimes I've learned more and I've become a better person through Mm -hmm. the difficulties that I face than some of the easier times. Now, does that mean that I want a bunch of challenges lined up before me, no. <laughs> oh, not at all. <laughs> but I can certainly, I mean, since we all have to experience them, I can certainly look at those times and gain value from it. Absolutely. And,
1: and you you get to a place where you can appreciate them. You know, right. after you've gone through those situations and you're able to look back at them and look at them from a different vantage point, then you can appreciate some of the struggles that you've gone through. Actually, it helps you to become who you are today mm-hmm. and you become a stronger person through it all.
0: Yes. And, you know, I've even reached a point in life where I value it, even if it is the type of thing where, you know what, I went through this experience and now I see someone else going through it. Or certainly when someone else is person younger than myself, I actually get fulfillment and value out of the fact that I have experience and a knowledge base. If I can use it to help someone else make their lives better or to ease their pain, I get joy out of doing that. And I feel, I feel valuable.
1: Yes, definitely. (laughs)
0: being Being able to help.
1: That is what we're talking about today is purpose. And so just what you explained, just the um, the sense of satisfaction and gratification that you get out of helping someone else and especially someone younger to be able to help them walk through or help them to not walk through the same, maybe a same situation that you walked through based on your own experience. That is part of your purpose.
0: Did you see signs of your purpose when you were young, but maybe you just didn't pay attention to the signs or... Do you think people in general have these signs from their youth?
1: I do. I am um, for many years. I would be in different. For instance, I one one year I was at a friend of mine. Her church had friends and family day mm-hmm. and after service, the pastor was, you know, greeting everyone that was leaving the sanctuary and just thanking them for coming because we all had to stand up and introduce ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he pulled me and my daughter, she was probably 10 at the time, he pulled us to the side. Um, And it was a lot of people that attended the service that day. But out of all those people, he pulled us to the side. And after everyone left, he said to me, he said, Trina, so what are you doing for the Lord? And I didn't understand how to answer the question. First thing that came over me was fear. I really didn't know how to answer it. And I just basically told him, Well, you know, I'm taking care of my daughter. I'm raising her in a great environment. I'm in school. I was getting my master's at the time. And he said, No, no, no. You have, there's something different and positive about you. There's something you have a light in that you are supposed to be doing something to help other people and i was just i ran from it you know i literally ran from that and i've had that type of experience happen to me over the years as i've gotten older i've had similar uh conversations or you know people saying similar things to me and for so many years i ran from it because i was afraid or i felt like i wasn't i didn't have the the skills or the confidence that I needed. But then I realized later that it was confirmation of what I felt that I should be doing. I just mm-hmm. didn't have the confidence in myself to do it. And so just having these different people speak life into me and reminding me of, hey, this is what you're good at and this is what you need to be doing. That is that is when I started to recognize as I got older and gained a lot more experience that, okay. Now I tie it all back to all those conversations from the past. Mm-hmm. And now I see those conversations is what has led me to where I am today mm-hmm. and what I am purposed to do today.
0: You know, I believe that we really are interconnected in so many different ways, us as human beings. And one of the things that inspire me to move toward purpose, to at least try to obtain well, my idea of my purpose is I consider the fact that if I don't do what I'm here to do, how might I be negatively impacting someone else's life because I'm out of alignment or disjointed from what I can give to help someone else? When I think of it from that vantage point, I don't want whatever talents and gifts God has given me to be, to be a waste. To That's be, right something that I didn't use in the earth. So I at least have to attempt to use it. And I think certainly when I look at even my relationships with others, it's not just that I am here to help someone else. There has been so many people have helped who have helped me along the way. Yes. And how can I have that knowledge of how people have poured into me and I not be willing to pour into others.
1: Absolutely. And I love that because a lot of times I for I speak for myself and other women that I've spoken to, a lot of times fear, allowing fear to just take over us will keep us from not fulfilling our purpose. And what I've learned so far through just through my own journey and just working on myself and just coming to this place of self-awareness is that even if you're fearful, do it afraid, do it afraid. If you have something within you and it's within your spirit and it's within your heart that you know that you are being, you know, pushed or encouraged to do, and you may feel that you're not, you know, you don't have the tools that you need. Do it afraid. I mean, so that you can actually say, well, at least I tried. Even if you quote unquote failed at it, it's nothing better than trying something that you feel like you feel within your heart and soul that is something that you're supposed to be doing that will be a you know have a positive impact on someone
0: else and it can just be one person right, Katrina, do you think that living life according to purpose is a game changer
1: yes i I do I think it is and i'll mm-hmm. I'll tell you why because I believe each and every one of us, we are here to live a life of uh, gratification, a life of accomplishing things. And I don't mean that from a material standpoint, but from just a a standpoint of helping and serving others Mm -hmm. and and actually doing the things that we love to do and we are passionate about doing. And I feel like that's what creates a sense of just a sense of happiness, a sense of peace, a sense of right. joy that we I mean, all- mean
0: your life having purpose, just-
1: Yes, exactly, absolutely. And so, you know, when we get to a place that we understand what we're here to do, I really think that changes everything, that shifts everything for us as individuals. And then we start to embrace our own personal journey
0: because right. we all have our own journey in life it takes us out of the mundane. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking of that commercial. I think it was a wimpy or blimpy commercial. I can't remember it, but I remember it used to say, um, same time, same time, same place, same place. I know what you're (laughs) talking about. Yes. And I sometimes think that we can get stuck in life. Where that's what it feels like. It's just like, what are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing the same thing I did yesterday. I'm gonna get up and go to work. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna <laughs> but, yes. And, and you you're know,
1: repeating that cycle, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and all that is real. That's a part of life. We have to do that too. But. When you're living according to purpose, it's a little seasoning salt mixed up in that. Right.
1: (laughs) It's a little flavor
0: and some spices because you get to break that routine a bit and just give expression to your highest self, which I really agree with what you said. We are here to serve one another in, in some way or another. Our gifting is different. And therefore... I can help and make the world better in a uniquely different way than, than someone else. And the more I embrace that and seek to use my ability and skill set, I mean, you know, we are both writers, we've both written books, but the way I approach writing a book is going to be different from the way you approach writing a book. And guess what? There's a place for both of us.
1: That is so true. That is so very true. And that's why it is so important that we not compare ourselves to one another mm-hmm. um, or, or, or not compete with one another, because we all have our own individual special gifts that we just need to tap into and to embrace. And, mm-hmm. and that way, we are also in a position that we can encourage one another, because I think that's important as well. Iron sharpens iron. So where you may have a certain gifting in this area, that may not be my gifting, but you may be able to share some of your knowledge with me that will help me to be able to become aware of what my true gifting may be. So I I think it's just so important. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Say that again. I said, I just think that is so important um, that we just encourage one another. And again, like you said, there's enough, we, we have enough special things about ourselves as individuals that we can do some great things in this world. Mm -hmm. And that one thing that you may do, that may be what your true purpose is. And that thing that I'm good at, or I enjoy doing, that's my true purpose. But again, we can always collaborate as if what we're doing now, and we Mm -hmm. can share different ideas with one another just to help encourage and motivate one another to move forward in our own, on our own purpose.
0: What one gem can you give to the audience that will help them embrace their path to purpose?
1: I would say the one thing that I can, that's helped me is to understand and know who you are and embrace and love who you are. Um, that is so important because once you get to that place of the, your Self-awareness and your, your self-discovery and just loving yourself as an individual, as a person, just mm-hmm. affirming to yourself on a daily basis who you are and what you have to offer the world. I think that's the biggest thing for me, that's the biggest gem that I would like to share with your audience is that it's just so important to really, really embrace and and just love yourself. that mm-hmm. is so huge. And, and just be in a place where you're able to sit quietly and take the time out for yourself to focus on those things or those areas in your life that you, you may want to improve upon, Mm -hmm. but also embrace those gifts that you have and do it afraid. If there's something that you have in your heart, something that you're passionate about, talk to people that may have already gone down that path, do your research, whatever it may be, network but do it afraid. Just do it because you don't want to leave this earth. And there's so many giftings that you may have, but you kind of, you can sometimes get stuck because you don't know how to, to even go down that path, but ask questions, you know, find the right people, find a mentor, find a business coach, find someone that can kind of help you get that clarity that you need in order to help push you forward to that next level.
0: Right. And you know what? Oftentimes we have to shake ourselves past procrastination. Yes. I can sometimes be a perfectionist, which, you know, at a certain point in my life, I thought that was a good thing. And then I realized it could be a bad thing because I remember we were having a discussion before and we were talking about how we've heard a coach say done beats perfect. Done beats perfect. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And and you know, sometimes I have to stop myself because I will get caught up on just the smallest of things. Oh, this, I didn't pronounce things correctly. So I need to re record. I need to, I don't know, just pick things apart. And therefore, that's why I'm not moving forward. And you just have to stop yourself and say, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to jump and see where I land. That doesn't mean don't try for excellence. Correct. You want to do things excellently, but not to a degree that is getting in the way that actually nothing is perfect. Nothing is ever done.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. You are so correct. And I, too, struggle with that in the past, Mm -hmm. trying to ensure that everything I do is perfect and then it just sits there or I get stuck because it's not. But again, we are imperfect human beings. And as long as we strive for excellence, right, that's all that counts. And that's all that matters. As long as we continue moving forward, because it's all about making a positive impact.
0: Right. And when you say that your one gem is to embrace who you are and walk in your purpose, it makes me think too of, just how fulfilled we are when we reach that level. And when you said love yourself, that really Mm -hmm. stood out to me because one thing I've learned is you really can't love others until you love yourself. And we know the scripture says at a certain point, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I think that's half the problem. In society, we are loving each other the way we love ourselves. And unfortunately, we don't always properly love ourselves. So how can we treat our neighbor Mm. better than we can even treat ourselves? So it's beneficial to the world for you to learn to love yourself because then you have that confidence, you have that wholeness, you have that assurance. So when you are self-assured Yes. Why would you seek to tear someone else down? Absolutely Why would you feel intimidated by seeing someone else's gifting because you already know your own self-worth. You already love yourself. You already appreciate what you have to offer. So yes. when you're healthy in that way, you have no problems shining the spotlight on someone else and helping them to grow <laughs> and fly and obtain their purpose as well.
1: That is such a wonderful way of putting that, Pamela, because that is so true. And I was just thinking that if each of us take the time to really, really, you know, spend time with ourselves and really focus on loving ourselves and pampering ourselves and just doing those things that are good and healthy for ourselves, there is no way that you can tear someone else down. You can only uplift them because you're already uplifted because you feel good about who you are and you will strive to help others feel good about who they are as well. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. What's in you will come out. So how you navigate in the world, how you perceive things, how you treat others its a statement about who you are on the inside. And how you feel about yourself. Yes. So. Thank you, Katrina, for being a guest on my show. And I think we'll end with you telling my listeners how they can tune into your podcast because you're a fellow podcast host and also put them in touch with other ways that they can reach you, uh, share whatever information you'd like to share.
1: Okay, well, thank you again, Pamela. It has been a absolute pleasure being on your show this evening. And the conversation has just been phenomenal and very thought provoking. So thank you so much. And yes, I do have a podcast as well that uh, my listeners can find me on Spotify and Google podcasts and a couple of other podcasts out there. But I did start my podcast on Anchor, which is a very, very good uh, platform if anybody is interested in starting their own podcast as well. Also, I can be reached on Instagram at the.real.katrina and my website is www.katrinaslade.com and my email address is katrina at katrinaslade.com and on Facebook, Katrina Slade. So please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or if you're just looking to find a business coach or a personal development coach, I would be very happy to help you. And I thank you again, Pamela, for having me on your show.
0: And I know you spell your name in a unique way. So go ahead and spell your name so they can find the right Katrina Slade.
1: Very good. It's Katrina with a C. So C-A-T-R-I-N-A and Slade is
0: S-L-A-D-E. And thank you again. Thanks so much. Yes, you're welcome. Well, friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Envision Together, going to our next level of best podcast. I hope today's topic inspired you to envision a brighter future, getting to your next level of best and to urge others to reach theirs as well. If you are encouraged by today's episode, subscribe and share it with your family and friends. Also, please write a review. It will help me to reach a wider audience with a message of hope and inspiration. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and share your thoughts about today's episode. Until next time, envision the future you want to see.